On this episode of the State of the Bulldogs, Mike and Sam are joined by some special guests to preview the upcoming baseball season. We have with us catcher Joseph Salvo, shortstop Garrett Howe, and center fielder, occasional pitcher, and a Donato's aficionado, Blake Bortak. We cover last season, predictions for this season. The guys talk about what series they're most looking forward to playing. They give us some up-and-coming stars on the team, and as always, we talk a little Birmingham food. We also wanted to take a minute to highlight Joseph's blog on the team. Please visit the site blogonthedogs.net. That's blog on T-H-D-A-W-G-S.net for all your Sanford baseball news this season. We'll have it linked on our Twitter page and the episode uh, tweet as well. He's going to have the best scoop on the team this year, uh, so definitely check it out if you want to keep up with Sanford baseball. Mike and I had a ton of fun just listening to the guys take on the season. Enjoyed their stories, a few on the uh, famous Sunny D. Uh, we really hope you enjoy this show. It's a, it's a special one. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate us five stars, and leave a good review. Follow the show on Twitter at State of the Dogs. And with that, let's kick this thing off. I want to make it now. And ain't nothing on yeah. now. In a yeah. On a Saturday night. Yeah. I got this one. Yeah. Second overtime. Nick Pollard. The snap. The hold. The kick. Oh. On the run, he's got room. It's like a five to a ten to win shit. No goddamn. All right, guys. So thanks for joining the show tonight. Uh, it's Sunday night. You got school in the morning. Uh, baseball's coming up. I'm sure you all have been practicing hard. So just for the listeners, Joseph, let's start with you, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how you got to Sanford. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys having us on. But I am Joseph Salvo. I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. I'm a catcher here at Samford and a sports marketing with professional sales concentration major. Uh, I grew up in Charleston playing baseball. Um, I ended up moving to Georgia where I played with Garrett and Blake my junior year and senior year of high school. We played together for a while and we're all recruited together to play at Samford. And uh, it seemed like the right fit for me. And uh, that was how I got quite here. The, quite the squad. Absolutely. Yeah. I wrote about you, Garrett. Uh, I'm Garrett Howe. I'm a junior shortstop here. Um, I'm a marketing and finance degree. And I'm from Tequila, Georgia. Uh, same kind of story as Joe. Uh, I was actually, they were both committed here a little bit before me. Um, and then I went to a camp. I really loved it here, loved the coaches, uh, and I decided I wanted to join them here. Yeah, so who committed first? I did. Blake. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Blake, tell us about yourself, man. Yeah, so I'm Blake Bortak, and I'm from Gwinnett County, Georgia, so just a little bit east of Atlanta, about 40 minutes. But um, I'm a junior center fielder here, and I'm a two-way player, but I pitched mainly my first two years, and I'm kind of transferring into being just a full-time outfielder. Um, it's kind of interesting the way they – I've been doing that, but I'm a finance major. And, yeah, I play with these guys. I knew Garrett growing up from high school, middle school, from when we were about, like, 12. We played at Team Elite, so I knew him for a while. And then Joe kind of came along and joined our travel ball team, I think, when we were 15. Yeah, so, so Joseph, how did you – so you're in Charleston, right? And these two guys are in Georgia. How did you find this team? Did you all play in a tournament or something against you against them, or what happened there? 
So I actually super randomly got a email and voicemail from a coach with Team Elite, who's the organization we played for. And they said, hey, we need a catcher. One of our catchers just had Tommy John surgery. Do you want to play with us with us in the summer? And this was after my sophomore year. Uh, and it was actually the team, one of the older teams. So I ended up playing with them throughout the summer. And two of our pitchers, one went to Auburn and one went to Georgia Southern. They said, hey, Dang. we need a catcher. Do you want to come tour the school? So I This team sounds school. loaded. Yeah. Yeah. We were yeah. top five in the country every yeah, year. We were. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, yeah. <laughs> but I toured the school, really liked it, thought it was a good place to improve my baseball uh, ability. And I ended up yeah. playing with them the next fall and throughout the next two falls and summers. Um, and yeah, so that's how I ended up in Georgia. That's sick. Yep. Guys, Wait, that's just crazy. to clarify, you said you toured the school, like the high school, but you're talking about the travel team. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I toured, it was two of the guys on the travel team who played for Buford high school is the high school I ended up going to. Um, we, uh, we were a powerhouse in Georgia. We were really good, had a really good team. And, uh, I just thought it was a good place, good fit for me to kind of move on. Cause the baseball is okay in Charleston, but I felt like it needed, uh, needed a leveling up to kind of get where I wanted to be from a baseball standpoint. Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. All right. So on this, this travel team, y'all said y'all are fifth in the nation at one point. Yeah. We were top five in the country about every year. We had a, <laughs> a couple of our players that play with us, Jordan Walker, who plays for the Cardinals, Brady house, who got drafted. Two years ago, first round. Wait, Jordan Walker, did he go to college? No. no. Yeah, no, he went straight to the straight to the draft. Okay. Brady okay. House went straight to the draft. Um, Austin Hendricks. Uh, Alex Freeland, who actually played at UCF, he was a shortstop. Um, he got drafted this year. I mean, most of – about half our team is either Kellum Clark in Mississippi State. Yeah. Um, half the team either was drafted and the other half is playing D1 now. Yeah. That's absurd. It's I wild. think we were. I think we were the only. We were the only mid-major guys on the team. The guys that were all going to Samford. The group of about <laughs> six of us, and then it was all all Power Five guys or draft guys. Wait, 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 wait. There's more of y'all. Yeah, there's yeah. there's six of us. One of them transferred, <laughs> and we have uh, two of two of them are still here, and one of them ended up transferring out after last year. That's absolutely nuts. Making recruiting easy for the coaches. Gee whiz. I wish Sanford could take six guys from this team every year, it sounds like. That's wild. It's crazy. That is insane. All right, so what's everybody's uh, favorite MLB team or player? Or both. I'll go first. Being from Atlanta, I love the Braves. Yeah. I just love the Braves. That's understandable. Yeah, I will also second that. Being from, I have to be a Braves fan, so sorry, guys. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all are living in a very nice era of Braves baseball, loaded for yeah. the future, and already have a World Series title in the last three years. Well, we watched we watched the struggles of the 2010s. That was yeah, that's fair. We choked a lot in the that's playoffs. Fair. It was not fun to watch, but we're doing good now. So, uh, and I'm a lot of my family is from Milwaukee area in Wisconsin, so I'm a Brewers fan. Wisconsin, let's go! Fan. All nice. right, like Brewers fan. Let's go! The small market team with the win right there. Love it. Yep. Michael, are you? Do you have a baseball team? You're you're tennis. Uh, do I'm a tennis Tennessee like a Vols fan? So I've been following their baseball team the last couple of years. Uh, baseball is not one of my favorite sports. So <laughs> sorry, guys. No, All but, good. Uh, Understandable. I've got family in Atlanta, so I you know I pull for the Braves. Good. Yeah, it was weird growing up. I'm from Chattanooga. Growing up there, everybody was pretty much like Cardinals fans. There were obviously a Braves contingent. The closer you got to the border. But yeah. a surprising amount of – I don't know. And the same in with Tennessee. 
in Tennessee, it's either you're a St. Louis fan, you're a Cincinnati fan, or you're a or a, a Cleveland fan, or a. Braves oh, that's fan. right, in the Reds, because the lookouts were with the Reds for a long time before they had to freaking sign with the Dodgers. Yeah, it's a five-hour drive in any direction to get to a baseball team. So, <laughs> yeah, Tennessee's a weird. Yeah, it's in a weird spot for baseball. I don't know. Right. I well, hope we're, we're if Nashville gets a team, MLB team, yeah, dude, yeah. If that happens, I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Developers are working <laughs> hard to get the Nashville Stars. I think is what they're going to call it. I'm surprised they don't have a team. Right? I know. Well, we just they just built a new like minor league stadium for the the sounds, but it's just different, you know. Sounds games are fun. All right, so let's get to let's do a little recap. So you know, there's an episode for the baseball preview. Guys, let's approach it like I've never watched a Sanford baseball game <laughs> in my life. Because, honestly, our listeners are primarily uh, basketball fans. I think there's a large contingent of football, but I don't know how many baseball fans there are. So let's just start with a recap of last season, kind of where we ended, where we're headed, and everything in between. So UNCG, they're the defending conference champs. Now, they won the conference tournament. Did they win the regular season title as well? No, uh, they did not. Wofford won the regular season. Oh, Wofford. Dang. They ended up winning it. We we took a series from them when they right before or right after they had gotten ranked. We took a series um from them, but they ended up winning uh it outright just from a record standpoint. And are they is Wofford normally good at, at baseball? Yeah, uh, yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, they they always have they always have a good team. We know a few of the guys on the team from that Georgia area and me growing up in South Carolina, I know a couple of the guys that oh, that's are cool. there as well. That's cool. Yeah, because their record in conference last year was 16-4. and four. Yeah, Like, they, everyone else, it was really tight. And then they were kind of the outliers. And then Citadel and BMI at the bottom were the outliers on the opposite end. But it seemed like they were loaded. They were. I mean, they just had guys that – they just know how to play the game. Um, they steal the bases really well. They play good defense and they pitch well. So, they don't really make many mistakes. Um, but we got – we beat them twice last year. So, um, we played them at home. And that was kind of a big series for us. I think that was the only series they lost all year. Yeah, was to us. That's crazy. I mean, they were ranked. They were twenty second in the country when we played them last year. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, that's nuts. Wow. Yeah, we had a we had a good weekend against them. Yeah, that's hype. What's the mindset on those? Because obviously baseball is different in that you're playing weekend series instead of just single games, right? So are you just going in hoping to win two out of three, or how's the mindset change if you lose one game? Do you care? You just want to win the other two? I think you're approaching it from a game by game standpoint because, like, we know who we have on the mound versus we know we know who's doing what well versus who they have on the mound. So I think you're kind of trying to take it one game at a time because right. if you can win the first two games, that's a big relief on your shoulders, off your shoulders for the third game because then you're yeah. playing a little freer. You're just trying to play the game and do with what you got. After yeah. two days of nine inning baseball on the weekend, especially when it's hot, when we get later on right. in the season, so I think it's just taking it one game at a time, winning as many as possible in the series, and trying to ultimately get two out of three. And three out of right. three was just helpful for Passing us. On the cake. All right, so Wofford dominated regular season, and then you know in the tournament they sent us to the losers bracket, and we got eliminated by UNCG. But then, guys, explain to us how did UNCG? Then beat Wofford 10-2 and 12-2 to get them out of the tournament and win and win and clinch a berth in the NCAA. They they just got hot. It was incredible. Like when okay. we were playing so them, kind of classic. Yeah, they just didn't they didn't miss. They didn't make any errors. They Dang. absolutely smoked the ball. Like we had some of our best guys on the mound, and it was just 
you were playing Chase out there and fetching the outfield. It was ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. Because, like, this is crazy. So they so they lost uh, 6-3 to Wofford in the third round. And then they go to the loser's bracket. And it's almost like they switched out their jerseys with an entirely different team. They scored 16 runs against Mercer, 8 runs against us, and then 10 and 12 in the finals versus Wofford. That is absurd. It was crazy. Like Not, Nothing I'd ever seen before. <laughs> we just couldn't get them out. There was one player on the team that was a freshman, Kennedy Jones, and he just – Every, he hit everything. We could. We didn't know how to. Oh, he's a freshman. Yeah, I don't he, like to hear that. Is he back this year? Yeah, yeah. he's back. So we're gonna have to figure Dang. out how to throw, him, throw to him this year for sure. I think he hit five or six home runs in the tournament. Holy it was, it was crap! That is absurd. Sheesh. So all right. So yeah, looking at that, like if if you you had just told me Wofford was sixteen and four, and their only series loss was to us, you would have thought you know they swept right through the SoCon. Uh, tournament obviously not the case yeah baseball is a weird game it is super weird but we had some awesome non-conference wins so talk to us guys about the wins against florida state mississippi state and then the series win against central florida so florida state that was a fun weekend um they probably had the best pitching staff in the country uh their friday guy was i think preseason pitcher of the year uh, and then their Saturday guy was, I want to say, first or second team preseason All-American. And then their Sunday guy was a lefty who was up to, like, 98. So that was casual. really, really <laughs> fun weekend to be a hitter. Um, but, no, it, it, was, it was a fun weekend, good atmosphere. Uh, that's a historically good program. Uh, oh, yeah. And it was yeah. nice. It was nice to get that one on Sunday, especially in extra innings. Yeah, so what, what was the atmosphere like? Man, it was loud. Yeah. It, really? Uh, it oh, wasn't yeah. – so they have a – Pretty big stadium. I'd say it probably holds 12,000, 13,000. Yeah, something like that. It was, it it didn't feel, it didn't feel like there was as many people as there was just because there's so many seats and there was some open seats. But I'd say there's probably seven, 8,000 on Friday and Saturday. That's crazy. Sunday, obviously, there's not as many people being a noon game, but it was, it was a really good atmosphere. That's awesome. And then Mississippi State, I love when Sanford beats the SEC. Like, it's nice beating the <laughs> ACC, right? It's it's nice. But beating the SEC? Especially Mississippi State. Who, too, right? Yeah, they were the defending national champs, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a that was a really fun game to go into because obviously we have uh one guy who transferred in last year, he was from Mississippi State. Um and we're oh, so we played them. Our freshman year, we were in their regional. We played them in a midweek, so we were pretty familiar with their place. Um, but we played them at the Met, which is nice that we get to play a lot of our um, SEC opponents at the Met, at the Hoover Met Stadium, which is yeah, a really that's cool. Yeah. Play. Um, but it's always a good turnout because the fans are nearby. There are a lot of Mississippi State fans in Birmingham. Um, but oh, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a home game for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got a lot of momentum going early, and um, being a midweek – the from a pitching standpoint, sometimes it's one inning call on the next guy. Everybody's got to do their job inning by inning. So it um oh, interesting. We got the we got the momentum going early. Our pitchers did what they needed to do, but it was a it was a fun win to have uh close to Samford and with a lot of their fans um in attendance. So well, yeah, we hit two grand slams that game to beat them eight to six. Yeah. Was, yeah, that was the only way. Oh, nice. Yeah, two grand slams. That's hype. We yeah. went up eight nothing. We were all looking around like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Didn't we have somebody transferred to Mississippi State this year? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We had one of our outfielders transferred to Mississippi State this year. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I mean, that's just par for the course. 
everybody's yeah. going to go where they where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just hope that the guys transfer transfer in are good, and the guys that are out, we can we got good enough talent to replace them. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Sanford baseball, like I don't know if y'all have this same opinion, but outside of women's soccer, I think not from a national level. Now football is getting there, but baseball has seemed like the most consistent high performer team, right? Like women's baseball or women's soccer and baseball. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Like soccer is kind of on a different level, but yeah, I would say as far as far as men's sport, baseball has been our best overall team. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we're pretty absolutely. Last year was definitely a down year. We were a little young and just all kind of learning still. So um, yeah, but still obviously talented. Oh, like yeah. That's what's kind of absolutely. exciting. I think for this year, um, but hold on, before we get to this year, because I think this year is going to be fun. Uh, is there anything I want to add about last season? I think the UCF series was one of the one of the best series that we got to be a part of. Um, personally, it was my favorite series. That was, that was the yeah. funnest place. Yeah, to play. I've, I've, really, I've oh, been yeah. there a few times um, before and uh, just during high school. Um, but I enjoyed it. The fans were great there. They did some upgrades on their stadiums, but the fans the fans okay. were great. It's in Orlando, so it's. Uh, got a lot of good fans around the area, but that was a, that was one of the more intense series from a just inning by inning standpoint. And we knew their shortstop. We played with their shortstop a little bit in travel ball, but that was one of the best series that we got to be a part of. That was just really fun to play in. Night games, big crowds. They do a really good job of like just fan engagement and kind of marketing at their stadium. They do a lot of a lot of good things with oh, that. Interesting. It was a fun atmosphere to play there for sure. Like what's something they do? Is there oh, something that they do that Sanford could copy? Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. They had these two girls. <laughs> they had to put helmets on them. We were all like looking because baseball is a hard, hard game to stay focused for three and a half hours. <laughs> but everything like this is interesting. So they put like a tether on them, like a bungee cord, and they had to run opposite directions. Yeah. But in science, it doesn't work like that. So when they run the opposite directions, they would just get slammed back into each other. <laughs> we were laughing after about two minutes. That was pretty good. Yeah. And that was like what, between innings entertainment? Innings, yeah. Yeah. They had a lot of stuff. They had a lot of stuff on top of the dugouts too. I know they had a lot of mascot stuff, uh, interactive. Oh, so kind of like a pro atmosphere. Yeah, it was like a yeah, pro it style. Was, atmosphere. It was like a minor league environment. I'd say. Yeah. Interesting. I love that. Yeah, they did a great job with their uh, marketing and fan engagement standpoint stuff. So you see, yeah, that's a power. That's going to be a powerhouse. I think they've got the fan base to be whatever they Dude, want. Dude, it would not shock me if they own the Big Twelve for the next like. Yeah. In, in mean, three years, that they own the Big Twelve for the next five. Yeah, they have a lot of that area too. There's a lot of good baseball around there, and they get recruiting, uh, recruiting done pretty easily there. Yeah. So, all right. So, talking about recruiting, Sanford's in Birmingham. Obviously, the Southeast is a baseball hotbed. Is Georgia the number one state for baseball? Yes, I would say so. Like in uh, y'all's opinion. Yeah. Yeah. From our opinion, <laughs> yes. We've. I mean, we've played. All of us have played with some of the best guys high draft picks. I mean, we've all been around big name guys, played with them, been a part of their teams and just got to experience that. And moving to Georgia from an outside outsider standpoint, Georgia's absolutely the top top state for baseball. Yeah, and so- how does Alabama stack up? Oh, sorry. Sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, I was saying that's, that's what's a little bit different about baseball compared to these other sports. Yeah. Is we've played some of these kids our whole lives and we go play like Oh, you go to San like we're a mid major school, but we go play Georgia. We know eight of the players. We play with about eight of them. So like, yeah, it's crazy. A little bit different environment when we know like it's 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 a completely different sport. Any given day, you could win. So yeah, yeah, um, 
that's the kind of mindset we kind of take into these games. Like we played against these guys our whole lives, so it's a little bit. It's just for fun. Um, we just go out there and have fun. I like that. How does Alabama stack up from a talent perspective? Like the state. Honestly, they. I imagine it being good, but I, I don't know. Yeah. So we, my high school, at least we played in the PG Showdown, which they do at the Hoover Met, um, and a lot of the high schools are from around the area. And I would say, from like a density standpoint, the talent might not be as centralized as in Georgia. I feel like with Georgia, you get a lot of talent in like all the areas. But with Alabama, okay. there's definitely there's definitely a lot of the same caliber guys coming out of the state and a lot of really good programs. I would just say it's a little more spaced out in the state. Um, but I would say the same caliber of great players is definitely still comes out of Alabama, maybe at a lesser standpoint than Georgia, but nonetheless. Yeah, I would – I would does Sanford – go ahead. I would say the best in Alabama are just as good as the best in Georgia. Yeah, absolutely. But like he said, the volume – and there's just not as many, not as many people. Well, I mean, it sounds. I mean, shoot, y'all, like Joseph, you were recruited in high school to move to Georgia. Like, yeah. I, that's hardcore. That's like Texas high school football hardcore. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's how that's how our high school in Georgia was for football as well. I mean, we it was for our baseball team. It was we had, I believe, ten or eleven D one commits on the team. One of which got drafted in the first round, first couple picks. Um, and a lot of power That's five insane. guys and our football team. It was nuts. It was like 30 guys on the team going D one for football. So it, Holy it, it, it's insane. Yeah. It was, it was pretty crazy to be a part of it. Was, it was, yeah. Fun. I've heard of Buford from football for sure. Yeah. Like I went to, a, I went um, to a six A public school in Nashville, which is the highest you get. And we had like a couple D one players in football, maybe one or two in baseball. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. And Michael, y'all, like y'all have, Pretty good athletics too. Like that's what's crazy. Well, Brentwood and Ravenwood are like the two probably biggest in the and then. The oh, that's fair. Ravenwood's solid. Yeah, we have a couple. Like we have we, a couple guys from Brentwood on our team, and then I yeah, play with that. a kid from Ravenwood who he plays at Alabama, so we play him every year. Uh, but he was he was really good. Um, but he was from. We got Brentwood. any Macaulay kids? Sorry. <laughs> we got any Macaulay kids from Chattanooga? I don't think so. I grew up with a couple guys Dang. in Charleston who mm. went there and played lacrosse there, but no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, uh, I didn't. We don't have any on the team now. Where's Calvin? We need to change that. We're actually good now. We won like back to back to back state titles or something in baseball or something like that. I don't know. There's one guy from um, the Baylor school, which is pretty similar. Uh, we don't. Oh, we love the Baylor school. Guy. He's not even Baylor on the school. team, in my opinion. But <laughs> I hope he's good. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, all right, so like the Sanford draw. I'm, I'm going to keep asking about the recruiting part because it's fascinating. Does Sanford get a lot of kids? I mean, okay, y'all's situation is absurd. So let's not count that, right? Because six guys from Georgia and one recruiting class sounds a little nutty. But as a whole, do we get more uh, like more talent closer to Birmingham, or do we rely on Georgia, or do we go to Florida? Like, where do we get our guys mainly? I'd say it's a pretty good mix. I know we have probably four or five guys from around this area within like a thirty-mile okay. radius, I'd say, and then a couple, or I'd say five other guys scattered around Alabama. Um, yeah, and I know we have a good bit from Tennessee, um, and then I know he recruits the South Florida area as well, and then North Carolina. But pretty much all over the southeast, I'd say. Do what we about transfers? Get... Oh, go ahead, Sam. Oh no, you go, Mike. Well, I was gonna say how, like, how is the coach uh, 
kind of hone in on the transfer environment as that's changed in the last couple of years? Do you try to target more high school kids or go through the portal? Um, I think it depends on position. Um, a lot of our pitchers, like last year, we didn't really have the depth to compete throughout the weekend. Like when we got towards Sunday, towards the end of the, the series, we would start kind of tailing off on who we could use. And I think we got a lot of transfers this year that are pitchers because they're kind of more experienced. And we take a lot of juco guys too. Yeah. Um, pretty much any position for ju- junior college guys. Um, they normally come in That's here ready to play. Because so. Sanford is like – wouldn't y'all say we're a developmental program? Yeah. Like we want to develop? I would say he's been kind of using the portal to fill like immediate needs. Mm-hmm. And then using the high school guys to kind of develop, get a year or so under their wing, and then kind of let get on the field. That's how football's been too. Yeah. I think one yeah, of that's our why I like it. One of our best one of our best grabs from junior college is our first baseman, Steven Klein. He um, Steven Klein, baby. Yeah, he he came came into the season last year and made like an immediate impact. Um, he's a dog from a first baseman standpoint. I mean, <laughs> he's incredible over there. He, he doesn't miss. Uh, and he did a great job coming in immediately and filling yeah. a role that was desperately needed and uh, did a great job from that. So. He's from Louisiana. So he's, he's fun to be around. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We them. need all the Louisiana kids. Mm-hmm. They're, they're crazy. <laughs> he's, he's psychotic. <laughs> Okay, so breed. that was oh, so not that Louisiana is uh, international, but uh, do we ever go for international kids? Like I know if you're if you're a baseball because the MLB is filled with like Central American dudes and Caribbean dudes, and I know that they're not going like their dream isn't to go play college baseball; it's to get signed by the Braves. But surely there's got to be a baseball program out there that's signing international kids. No, yeah. Um... One program that comes to mind is FIU, Florida International. Oh, really? Uh, I know they get a lot of kids from Puerto Rico and the Dominican every year. See, to me, that's a winning strategy. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, so talk a little bit about how the scholarships work. Because so, it's super limited. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's 11.7. Yeah. And yeah. I know there used to be, like, a certain number of guys that had to be on scholarship. But I think COVID kind of messed that up. And right now it's just kind of whatever you can do. But I know if if you're on scholarship, the minimum has to be 25%. And then you can have anything from 25 to 100. But yeah, so if you're on scholarship, it's got to be from 25 to 100. And then if not, it's zero. But that's Wait, spread you, out. You have, yeah, spread out between. Boys, it's like, proportional, right? It's 11.7 total full rides. Yep. Yeah. For the whole. And then I think yeah. we have forty. We have forty-one guys on the roster, so it's it's dispersed yeah. pretty heavily um, between the whole team. Yeah, that's why school is pretty important in high school. Your grades as a as a college baseball player compared to like football, because football they have full rides. They have so many. Right. So I think right. that's why college coaches in baseball really care about your academics. Because if you can get fifty percent from the school and you get another forty-five from well, that's fair. baseball, then your school's pretty much paid for. So. That's fair, dude. Yeah. Maybe that's why Stanford's so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those kids are brilliant. <laughs> All right, so the eleven point seven—that's an NCAA rule, right? Yes. Okay. Because I'm thinking, like, if I was a gazillionaire and I really wanted Sanford baseball to be good, I could like subsidize through NIL for four yeah. rides, right? Now, yep. Now with NIL, you could somehow, but yeah, there's a lot of hoops to jump through, especially with the compliance. Um, oh, dude, I cannot imagine. And, yeah. Um, there's a lot of hoops. Like, to if you want to do it right, I cannot imagine. Especially in Alabama, because you get a misdemeanor if you don't 
Stop. Uh, I swear. No way. Yeah, yeah, if you don't wait, <laughs> you don't record your NIL deals through the, the compliance Alabama, agency. You get like a dude. As a, play, as a player, you get a misdemeanor, or as a corporation, as a player. Like if you don't, that state guys. never ceases to be backwards. That is unbelievable. I think it's something to do with taxes, but they told us that in our meeting compliance meeting because we have like a two-hour meeting every year, which kind of sucks. But like, you gotta sit through. It. <laughs> but we are going through. There's that. no so, way that. And they're like, "Yeah, you get a misdemeanor." Everybody's heads kind of pop up. They're like, "No way." Well, <laughs> all right, I'm listening to that. Yeah, they're not saying the same thing as Alabama football players. No, 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 shot. Shot. no they, shot. Got, they got people doing it for them. <laughs> that's crazy yeah their heads have been in the sand for the football team for about 100 years now yeah all right so we talked about last year were there any surprising teams last year like was it surprising that Wofford dominated Mm-mm. not no, really no. they had a pretty young team that when they were going into the season because they lost a lot of guys but they had a pretty young team and had a couple of the veteran pitchers that were really important for them guys they had one sidearm guy, he ended up transferring to Georgia, Dalton Raydans, who I played with in Georgia during high school. He wow. threw a lot for them because he, sidearm guy, like the longevity of his outings was um, pretty big and he could go a lot. So he pitched for them a bunch and he mm-hmm. was pretty dominant. Uh, for He's been pretty dominant there for a while. So he was always tough to deal with. And uh, that kind of gives them a good opportunity to throw him in those innings where you may not have someone who's used to throwing or you may not have like your guys that you want able to throw because their arms just aren't conditioned for it at that point. Interesting. I would also, obviously we talked about UNCG. Uh, I would say they were a huge surprise because I know they started off conference 0 and 6 and then we went, we went and played them, beat them on Friday. So then they were started off technically 0 and 7 and then, uh, I'm reading it here. Then they went 12 and two to finish off conference, and then won the tournament. Wow! So they Hard really game. did get just full, hot. Yeah, full yeah. 180. Yeah, against us too, yeah. which was not fun. So did they have like injuries to start the season? No, I, I don't even, think they just weren't clicking or they, something. They I played guess. Mercer and Wofford, who normally it's usually yeah. us, Mercer and Wofford that are kind of in the top three to run for the tournament, and. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of young guys coming back too, like Kennedy Jones, who I don't I don't know how much longer he'll be there, but he uh, yeah. he's coming back. Um, and they had a, they had a decent amount of young guys that filled a lot of their position spots. So I think they'll I think they'll be good again this year. Um, you never know really to what to expect because we're we don't really we do a lot of in depth research on Wofford and Mercer because those are our guys that we usually expect to be uh, the cream of the crop for the conference, but we didn't really, uh-huh. we didn't do that much in-depth searching on UNCG uh, from a player standpoint, at yeah. least. And Western, Western Carolina is pretty scrappy too. They're normally yeah. try to, we always play them super close. Like those games are always super intense and fun to play. We're learning that they're kind of like that with basketball and football too. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're a scrappy uh, team. They just play hard. Pretty so. good. Yeah. yeah. That's the bat from the basketball standpoint. I, when we go to the games, there's only like, two teams in the conference that were like, okay, this is usually an easy win. Like, I feel like every game is neck and neck towards the end. I feel like they put up a good fight for every single team that they play, except for, uh, I guess they just played ETSU who wasn't great. Um, and I don't really know. Yeah. About, I don't know about the Citadel basketball. I don't really know much about them, even though I grew up in Charleston. They're not good. Uh, VMI and Citadel are struggling. Yeah, Citadel um, was good back in the day, like back I mean, in the early twenty. Good when I grew up, I remember going to a couple Citadel yeah. games, and they were good when I grew yeah, up. Yeah, they were. Yeah, we were talking to you know Tay Barry, uh, 
he was talking about the Western Carolina football fans. And apparently, they've got the best football fans in the SoCon. They just show up for every game, which oh, is they're, they're crazy. Over oh there my god! And we were we will <laughs> from like a third or a Friday, no Thursday night. We'll get there <laughs> and we'll go practice on the field. And there's this house up on the hill. These college kids and they'll yeah. just chirp us and yell at us, and we're just practicing. <laughs> it's like nine at night. And I'm like, there's nothing else to do out in the mountains. Yeah, they had to get the moonshine and. We had yeah. to get the umpire, the refs, and the umpires involved in the game. Freshman, freshman year. I mean, that was brutal. We were playing them on Friday night, and they had hey. about 10 trucks pull up and park behind the right field wall. And they were Stop. just like pickup trucks. Oh, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> stop. That is probably the most redneck thing I've heard. Yeah, they, they had to get the umps to, like, stop them, like, their AD and everything. I mean, I was, <laughs> was we, so weren't, we weren't playing our freshman year, so I was laughing. I thought it was funny, but our right fielder was like, <laughs> That is funny. Yeah, they were going after our right fielder's ex-girlfriend, looking up the Instagram. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yelling stuff Dang. that you don't expect to hear at a baseball game. Um, right. That's my that's – yeah. I love that place. I get to – it's, like – I get to trout fish when I'm up there oh for, during the during yeah. the uh, series. There's a we stay in this oh, really cool. really cool ho- hotel right on the river. Um, so I that's my favorite trip because I get to trout fish the mornings before that's the sick. games. We still haven't um, been to Mercer yet. Yeah, we yeah Mercer. This is the first time we go to Mercer. We've played there really. Georgia a couple oh, really? Of times. This is the first time going that's to Mercer. Sure. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wait. So is that is Mercer the only school y'all haven't been to? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's the only school we haven't okay. played at yet. Is it, so. is it actually? Yeah. All right. So, I mean, we've kind of been dancing around it, but let's just start talking about this year. Uh, season is 12 days away, right? February 17th, opening day. We're on the road going to Memphis. Just looking at the schedule, it looks – I mean, from what y'all have said, it sounds like we're going to be pretty good, but we have a pretty hard schedule. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I mean, as far as non-conference, and we know that, I mean, it doesn't matter. All that matters is the SOCON tournament, but everybody wants to win. Nobody wants to lose. Well, we go at Memphis. We play Alabama. I don't know if Alabama's any good at baseball. I have no pretty idea. good. They, but they, we go to, we always they struggle always, against Alabama. They always play well against us, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we beat them when we were there, Sam, on a walk-off. We, we played them at home last year, which was a pretty good game. To like the eighth inning, we yeah. To like the eighth, eighth inning, but um, <laughs> my freshman year, I, I think we literally, I think we lost to them twenty-one to like one. My freshman year, uh, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, it was football score. What? Yeah, yeah, no joke. Well, okay, well, yeah. Hopefully, we that. play well because it is not going to get any easier going against what is supposed to be an all-world LSU team this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they, three games in Baton Rouge. Yeah, one of their one of their players, their pitchers that transferred from Bandy, actually pitched for our travel team too, um, Christian Little. What? Yeah, that's yeah. sick. Yo, so he, this he, travel team is was legit. Well, yeah, he flew, <laughs> he flew very, in. Very legit. He flew in from Missouri for like one day, <laughs> pitched, and then left, and like he didn't say a word to any of us. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. Like our, our that's that's what we would do with pitchers. Like they, we would fly them in for a couple days and then they would leave and we wouldn't see them again. <laughs> that's so odd. That's wild. That, that that's a different world. Um, yeah. So we got at LSU, which is going to be awesome for y'all. Are y'all excited for yeah, that? Oh, yeah. They uh they played a different team this same weekend last year, and the team they played, I don't remember who it was, but it was not a not a supposedly competitive team and they sold out easily. So it should be Oh yeah. It should be Their a fan base is really insane. good crowd. And we have we have a couple people from out our Louisiana and since our freshman year we've had a few guys from Louisiana. So there's um 
That's cool. There's there's a lot of going to be a lot of fans. Yeah, there. my dad actually pitched at Alabama. He tells me stories about when they had to play LSU at LSU. Like, oh, that's cool. Fans would pee in bottles and like dump it over their dugout. Dude, they are the <laughs> worst. It, it is unbelievable. So all of our Instagrams are already on private. Like we're, we're expected <laughs> to hear. <everybody. laughs> For sure. Don't even give them a chance. We're not even giving them a chance. I love that. That like, Saturday night game is going to be wild, too. I've got to delete my link drink all day. <laughs> I do not want to hear that. Yeah, that's going to be a ton of – we might we might need to have you all back on at the end of the season uh, just <laughs> to talk about that LSU series. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Y'all, y'all are going to have some stories to tell. Yes. I mean, Baton Rouge is a crazy place. Yes. Hopefully not too many stories. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Or stories we Hopefully good stories. can't tell on a podcast. <laughs> Hey man, we can keep you anonymous. Uh, and then we go at Mississippi State, which would be I mean, all right. So let's be real. So we got at Mississippi State at Auburn. We go back and play two games uh, total. So we go back to uh, Tuscaloosa in April, which is a little odd. And then we play Auburn and can this the non conference is it was it like this last year? No. We have all these non conference games in the middle of the conference. I've never seen anything like that because I think we like played it's Kansas super weird. and then Columbia, Columbia in a yeah. in a midweek. But I, I want to say we play like Toledo. We were, we were supposed to play Toledo. Now we play Moorhead State. I think our third weekend. That's our first home home series. I thought okay. I thought we had another non conference kind of sandwich in there. Yeah, we do. We play like five games. At a yeah, week. there's Jacksonville State, Alabama State are at home. Yeah, double midweek that week. Those um, are definitely interesting. Um, we normally only play teams generally from the Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi area. Um, mm-hmm. So we don't normally play teams that are like really far, really far from us. So Kansas, I don't know where that came yeah, Kansas. from. Kansas. Um, <laughs> they're coming to Birmingham for that. That yeah. that I, I don't know where that came from, but I'm yeah. I'm excited. I'm here for it. Yeah. The the reason like different why we struggle with Alabama, I think, is because we play them always in their conference play. So like we gotta save some of our great arms to play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So we kind of yeah, I was gonna ask, is that the strategy? Like yeah, because maybe so games don't matter as much. We kind of throw the whole bullpen. We throw about eight or nine guys on Tuesday against Alabama, and Alabama will throw two guys, and they're both above 95. Right. And we'll be like, we yeah, got to use everybody. It's definitely a Johnny Holstaff day yeah. for the midweek. I feel like that's what's different about mid-major and power five. Like, they have more depth than us for sure. Yeah. But we have all everybody sure. can hit in Division one baseball. Everybody can hit, and everyone can play defense. Yeah. And then you got about four or five guys that are really good on the mound. But after that, it kind of trickles down a little bit. I mean, bit. dude. Even when you get to Omaha, like the team that has the most pitchers, usually it's going to be the team that wins. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, sure. absolutely. And it's well, that's what because even the teams, year, right? like I mean, that's why I thought Oklahoma was going to win. I was like, they have the pitching, but Ole Miss kind of found their hitting and overcame and overcame it at the end. But like Vanderbilt during their dynasty, stud pitching. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, R- Rocker. I don't know really uh, anything about that Mississippi State team. Kumar seemed a little fluky. Kumar yeah, from. Um, Georgia too, so he played at Team Elite with. Yeah, I played. I faced him in high school his senior year. His dad is a D line coach at Tennessee for a couple of years. Yeah, oh, that's cool. All right, so with all these non conference games, what's like we talked about LSU? That's going to be super exciting. What other games are y'all excited for? Like playing Alabama and Auburn, that seems pretty fun. And UAB, Casey's oh, team now. We're yeah. definitely excited to play UAB. Yeah, yeah. I would, <laughs> we're pumped up to play UAB for sure. I would say a big yeah. one. 
that's circled on a lot of our list is Memphis. They swept us last they, year. Yeah, they okay. kind of whooped up on us at, at home last year a little bit. So we're we're looking to get some revenge. A little revenge, first series of the year. I like yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, they made us look dumb last year. We got to take it back to them at their place. So. <laughs> yeah. But I heard their field might not even be ready. Oh. They have like an all-new turf field, and it's the outfield's like concrete still. So What? Yeah. Yeah, there's another, oh, get on there's another field there in Memphis. Um, I there's a I think it's a junior college. Yeah, it's a junior college uses it now, but it used to be an old field used for something. Um, I think it was minor league team maybe, but yeah, a junior college plays there now. So I think they said they're thinking about moving it to that field if the field's not ready, but I don't I don't know what the timeline on that Dang. is. Y'all not gonna go play at the Redbird Stadium? Yeah. That's it's a cool a, stadium. It's sick. It is a cool stadium. It's like right there downtown off uh, Beale Street. Yeah. Yeah. I would say we're also ready to play Citadel. I yeah. Mean, they they beat us in a series last year after struggling their whole season, and they they beat us in a series at their place, and we were kind of – that's kind of where we lost our conference yeah. was that weekend right there. So that was – if we would have swept or won two out of three, I think we would have won or got like the two seed and got a bye because the tournament yeah. was weird last year. If you got the first two seeds, I think you got a bye in the first round. So we first had to play – First yeah, two first, rounds, first yeah. two rounds, which is and, huge for saving pitching. Well, dang. Yeah, yeah, we had a couple pitchers go down with injuries, so we were that's where we kind of got stuck last year is we didn't have the depth to compete and finish. So, um, yeah, it the, looks like Mercer Mercer got the other bye. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did. We decided to win one more game. We couldn't do it. So, dang. All right, well, we're gonna do it this year, boys. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Y'all are giving me really good vibes. Like, <laughs> I love college baseball, and I'm here for. A Sanford trip to Omaha. Yeah, Sam drove through the night from Atlanta to Omaha last year to watch us. <laughs> yeah, so my family team is Oklahoma, and when they made when they won on Thursday and knocked out, um, I can't remember. Um, I was like, all right, boys, we got to go. And so we drove Friday to Omaha, watched the Saturday game, and then we lost, obviously, and we were in right field. And apparently, Omaha turned into Oxford, Mississippi, and the whole beer pouring tradition <laughs> continued to live on. In the middle of America, in Nebraska, uh, I don't know how that worked out, but we were drinking some beer. We were pissed. I was ready to go to jail that night, <laughs> and we decided to just drive all the way home because Jeez. we were not here for it. How far a drive? Is yeah, it? I hate it. About fifteen hours. Holy, <laughs> fourteen hours. I think. Uh, I think another sleeper game that we like to play every year. We since freshman year, we've always liked to play in <laughs> Alabama State because it's. It's a fun <laughs> okay. All right. They, they usually do. They do a good job against us of making it making it a good uh, game. So both of those midweek yeah. games is always fun to play um, play against them because they play a little different than a lot of the teams we're loose or uh, used to. They play they play really loose and they just have a lot of guys that may not be super fundamental in baseball to say it nicely, but like they just get after they just get after it on the field. Um, they have a really yeah. Really interesting uh, team chemistry that they, they play like, with, so we like playing them. It always it always gets cool. a little chippy sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They, we. I asked one of the players last year why they do so good against us, and he said because y'all throw it over the plate. Yeah, and like <laughs> there was a hitter last year in their first baseman, and we threw a fastball by him, and he goes throw that fastball again, like to our pitcher in the box, and then it starts getting. No, we did not. Back, yeah, it starts getting back and forth, and then he'll hit an absolute laser for a double, and love then it was it. just. 
but it's just a it's a fun suit, like a fun little midweek for sure. But they're sleepers; they always play that them. right there. Is what I love about baseball. It's like the ultimate team sport that's drilled down into the most individual sport. Yeah. Absolutely, it's never, like never throw never. that ball again, throw, challenge me again. Yeah, and the pitcher that can gas up iron for the second time in a row, I'm like, I love you. But then the hitter that can just destroy it on the second time, it's like, all right, what a dog. Don't throw that. I learned all that last year following Tennessee. It was just the most beautiful thing ever. Oh, that was that was. It's hype. Wow. Yeah, college baseball is a very unique sport. That I, okay? Is there like a secret like ESPN site that covers college baseball, or like where can I go online to find college ESPN baseball Plus. information? Yeah, uh, ESPN Plus has. I want to say pretty much all of Division One games. Um, I know depending. Yeah, on- they'll have the games, but what about like a recap, analysis, oh, rankings? To, uh, on YouTube, there's like an account named Wheels, just Wheels, W H E E L S. They have. <laughs> no, Wheels, Wheels, as we've all grown up watching like, Wheels we'll on have, YouTube. It's we'll legit. have a Friday night game, and we'll all come to somebody's house and just sit there and watch all the baseball games that day. And he just does all the highlights, oh, that's all the games. That's so, um, those are always fun. Okay, to- Wheels. Mm hmm. Okay, well, I guess that's my whole point right there. Is like I got to go to this YouTube account called Wheels. Yep. To get my call, like I should be able to go to Fox or ESPN. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, sounds like an opportunity, yeah. Sam, to start something. Honestly. Well, that's what Eleven Point Seven is doing. They just launched their website. It's sick. Uh, they got a blog going. Yeah. So Wheels they're doing, they're doing a video two work. days ago. Said twenty twenty three college baseball pump up. It's eight minutes. It's just Love all the it. highlights. Oh yeah. So our pro- our LSU. Uh, I bet there's too much LSU crap on there. Yeah, LSU. LSU series will definitely be on there. It's usually – they cover most of the – either the really good games for the day or a lot of the um, Power 5 schools. But, I mean, it's pretty much every weekend. We've been on um, there twice, right? Yeah, we've been on there We've been on there a couple, few times. Um, it usually just depends. If there's a really crazy game, even if it's like mid-major, they'll still get it on there. But it's a lot of a lot of big big teams, Power 5 teams. Like our, our game yeah, three. that makes sense. Our game three against Florida State that we won is on there. Yeah. That. And then I want to say our regional game against, against Mississippi, State. Mississippi State, our freshman year is on yeah, there. And that, I pitched in that game. That game was crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. There was like 11,000 fans there, and it was it was loud. Holy crap. But that was that was probably my favorite place to play. Yeah, they have a, they have um, a their field. Their beside, field is crazy yeah, nice. Besides UCF, their fans are actually really nice. So, like, we would hit BP. And – um. We'd just be shagging the outfield, and their fans, all they all have all those grills up there, and they would like, I got a full pork chop with a plate and a knife and a fork. And That's awesome. Ran back to the dugout and had myself a pregame dinner. I got booed. That's awesome. Booed my freshman year there, so I was in the bullpen. You got booed? Yeah, I got booed. So we <laughs> playing Mississippi State, and uh, I was in What'd the. What'd you do? I was in the bullpen catching, and there were these. There's just kids lined up all over the bullpen area, and me and one of our Friday guy and one of our close or our closer, I guess, we were there. And this one kid kept asking for the ball, just like, "Hey, give me that ball!" <laughs> like just asking me relentlessly for the ball. So foul ball comes down. It's like right near the foul line. I go over to grab it. I fake toss it to the kid. And I put it right in my back. No. And I got booed by the entire stadium. So no, but, um, my favorite memory. That's awesome. My favorite memory in baseball so far is not even baseball related. I uh, pitched in my in a midweek game as a freshman at Mississippi State, and their yeah. college section sits like all their fans and like kids our age sitting the by the bullpen, so you you hear it the whole game. But I actually threw pretty well. And I went back to the bullpen, and um, they were like chirping me a little bit, and they threw up an airhead bite, and I caught it in my mouth from the stands when I was in the bullpen. <laughs> and they went crazy, and that's probably my favorite memory. 
And then I think that's hilarious. Three or four of them followed me on Instagram that day, like some of the frat nice. guys in there. That was just fun <laughs> stuff like that. You'll probably don't hear about a lot. Just yeah, you're Starkville no, famous. I love Starkville. That place is awesome. All right, well, it's cool that y'all are going back. All right, so are we going to win? Like, what? What out of these big, big series? Like, what games are y'all feeling comfortable about our chances of winning? Our goal as a team is to kind of take one from these SEC schools. So, like, when we play okay. in a midweek, sense. when we play Alabama and Auburn, we want to split. So, our goal is to split the series for the season. So, we play Alabama twice, yeah. win one game. We play Auburn twice, win one game. So, that's kind of our mindset going in. And um, we kind of throw all hands on deck Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, against LSU, we're going to try to win the first two. Heck the best no. we can. Dude, if we – we just great. need to win one. Yeah. Like, I have too much family that went to LSU, and I'm so ready because they love LSU baseball. Holy crap. That's the good thing I about our so schedule. ready to beat them. The good thing about our schedule is if we – so, like, the first couple weeks, Memphis is really good. Southeastern Louisiana is always good. We play Bama, LSU. So, if we beat a ranked LSU team, say, two out of three games, Bama, who's really good in the midweek after it, it's – gives us a good chance for ranking rankings wise or even eliminating the conference tournament uh, from play, just getting an at-large bid. That's why the schedule that we play, our coaches try to right. design yeah. it around the fact. I mean, that's fair, dude. Yeah. We're going to get an at-large bid so that the conference can kind of be what it is because you never know in the SOCON, it's kind of a toss up because a lot of the teams are good. So they try to get us a good shot at getting in that large bid by beating a lot of those big teams I mean, early on. Yeah. Our fall our fall scrimmages could get two games. We played Ole Miss and Vandy. So those were our two That's our two games this, this fall. So we played Ole Miss pretty close. I think we lost like four to one. Yeah. And then when we played Vanderbilt. They split it. They split it into three games, but I want to say we tied one, lost one on a walk off. And then the last game, um, we actually had all of our freshmen playing. We beat them. And they were up like four zero and Vandy brought all their like starters back in just just so they can <laughs> say that they, they didn't lose to well us. we would out we we got uh, beat like 10 to 9 total in the six games or three games we played yeah. but we yeah we had a home run and enrique robbed it of course probably on his instagram y'all can go look at that he robbed the home run against <laughs> that guy's a his three run bomb and it was like we were all like deflated we were like really but that place was fire scouting report going in the starter oh yeah. i was in lead off and the starter was supposed to be 90 to 92. And I was like, why is this guy at Vanderbilt throwing 90 92? Well, I found out real quick when the first pitch was 99 at my face <laughs> that it was not right. And I looked back on because Garrett hit second. I was hitting leadoff. I looked back on deck and I kind of like shook my head. Like that was that was not what it was supposed to be. <laughs> so that sucks. I kind of choked up a little bit and just started getting to work. But that was, <laughs> Bro, I would have just squared around a bunt. Yeah, was, and then I was I faced him after Blake, <laughs> and like I I was like, all right, he's gonna be throwing you know ninety seven, ninety eight, touching ninety nine, and he throws the first pitch like at my chest. He calls it a strike. I look up, it was like ninety nine. I was like, all right, and then a couple more pitches, and then I strike out. I, I swing and miss, and I'm walking back to the dugout, and I was like, damn, like that was pretty fast. And then all of a sudden, the crowd just starts going the fire wild, flames on the and I look board. up at the scoreboard, and it says one hundred and one miles an hour. Yeah, I, Wait, what's that guy's name? I don't know. I took off the second and I slid in second and I looked at the scoreboard and saw Howie walking back to the dugout and I was like, idiot, like he struck out. <laughs> and then I looked at the scoreboard and it was 101 and I like looked back to the dugout and he, he was just shaking his head like, like, come on guys. Like, We found out he's a vegan too. 
too, apparently. One of our pitchers played with him over the summer, which is where we got the scouting. Oh, this kills me. Scouting report, and we figured out he's a vegan. That throws 100. Yeah, that throws 101. Stop. He uh, yeah, appa- uh, he actually, I think, wasn't with Vandy after the season because I guess they were planning to get some new guys um, and whatnot, and I guess he pitched pretty well over the summer and obviously got his velo up, and uh, they brought him back. 10 miles an hour. Yeah, brought him I mean, back. Yeah. Vegan with a side of HGH. Yeah. <laughs> well, Spencer Strider for the Braves is a vegan. He throws 100 too, so we might just start getting Now that guy's insane. Yeah, it was something. It's actually not as – well, the my bat when I faced him, it was kind of straight. Like I could see it. And I knew he wasn't going to throw me any off-speed um, just because he was kind of struggling to locate his fastball. But I saw it out of his hand pretty well. And then I, I got on second, and I was looking in there, and there were like sinkers, cutters at 99, and he had no idea what was going there. <laughs> And we were looking like idiots up there, swinging at everything. That sounds brutal. It, it kind of looks like a rope. Like when it's that hard, it just looks like a string. Like the ball is not even a baseball anymore. I can't imagine. I've never seen anything like that. I got cut from the seventh grade baseball team. So <laughs> you, can, you can work out how good I was. Have y'all made it up to Huntsville yet to see Sonny play? We haven't. Um, uh, he's, he's got, you know, Ben Joyce is on that team, and he was the yeah. one that hit 105 at Tennessee. He was probably the transfer I was most sad about so far. Yeah, I was uh, – the day he got drafted, I was at one of our catcher's houses, and he was he was over there playing MLB The Show. And I was like, I'm going to see how long it waits for him to, to say something about it. And the first thing he said to me was like – he's like, Bortak. He saw I had, like, stuff from the gas station. He's like, you should have got me a gallon of sweet tea. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Like, I'm not getting you a gallon of sweet tea, dude. You're in the league now. You need to start drinking water. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was he was a character, but it took him, like, the whole time. And I finally mentioned it after, like, two hours. Like, yo, congrats. He's like, oh, thanks, man. And he goes back to his video game. Like, he just doesn't. He's just so humble. Like, he was one of my favorite players awesome. to play with, probably. Yeah, he seems awesome. I, I feel like everybody knows Sonny D everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, a, yeah. he's like a baseball icon at this point. He's a household name. All right, so give us some predictions, guys. So give us like who who's winning the SoCon regular season? Who's winning the SoCon tournament? Are or is the SoCon getting getting any at large bids? Like what's going to happen? I mean, Tell us already, in the future. You already know who's winning it. We're winning it for sure. Um, That's right. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully That's we're right. winning it. Hopefully we're winning it while being ranked. So the at large bid is always that would there, be sick. I mean, it's yeah, we're winning. Yeah, so it nobody's sure. won the regular season and the conference tournament in the Southern Conference in baseball ever. So we're trying, to, stop. Wow. We're trying to do I think, that. I think that is a weird crazy. stat. Yeah, because oh, yeah, Wofford, Wofford did it. Wofford won it outright. And then lost. Freshman year and lost. Yeah. Something weird. Well, so the year we won it two years ago, we weren't – we were, what, third in the conference? Fourth? Second or third, I think. Because only – Four teams. Yeah, our freshman year, only four teams went to the tournament. I think we so were it, second. It wasn't, it wasn't as weird, but you never know what's going to happen in Greenville. So if we can just – we can win that regular It's a season. wild stat. And you get two rings for that, too, so that would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Try to bet there. Yeah, that would be hype. All right, so everyone's going Sanford? No one, no one's going to be a little pessimistic? No. No, sh- no nah. shot. No shot. I mean, Mercer might put it. All right, I love it. This, but yeah. Mercer's going to be pretty good. They're always tough to beat. But I, Yeah, so who, all right, so if we're winning, who's who's the, our top challenger? Definitely. I think – Mercer. I, I would say Mercer at two. Mm, I'll say UNCG at three and Wofford at four. Yeah. All right. So did Wofford graduate a lot of guys or guys leave? Yeah. They had because they don't have a they don't have a graduate program, so they don't. Oh, have, that's right. Don't have the luxury of having fifth years. So they after all transferred out. after they finished their fourth year, they all transferred other places. So I think they lost 
four or five of their position players and a couple pitchers too. All right, that's good. That's yeah, good. That is so, good. Mercer is going to be good though. I know they have some dudes on the mound and they can always swing. Like our games against them are always like fifteen to twelve, like yeah. fourteen to ten. One of our buddies that we played with in travel ball in Georgia, he uh, he transferred from South Alabama and he's one of their catchers now there. Um, but we know we know a lot of guys on that team. They they stay pretty heavily in Georgia to recruit. Yeah, so we know a lot of guys on that team. It's morally like a fun, just bragging right series, like yeah, for sure. So I'm excited to play them, but we always play them last. So hopefully it's a neck and neck for the regular season. When we get there and we kind of have a showdown in Macon. So hopefully we can dog on it. Yeah, I see that. We have a hard end of the end of the season stretch. Yeah, we do. For sure. Like we go Auburn, Kansas, UAB, and then at Mercer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, UAB last year, like, we talked to their coach, and he, this is my Casey Dunn impression. We'd be like, how are you doing, coach? He's like, how are y'all going to be this year? He's like, man, we ain't no good. We ain't no good, man. <laughs> we ain't going to be no good. He'd always say that. And then they went to our field and whooped us, and I was like, man, yeah. he's lying. Yeah, they, they won, like, season or their school record of winning games last year. Yeah, they had a good year last year. So, I mean, we're – Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's why he left. Like, it, yeah. it was the challenge, right? He yeah. left to, to build something. Because, he, I mean, he took Sanford – as far as we've ever been. Yeah. I mean, he was here for a long time, so, I mean. Yeah, 20 years. Like it's crazy. Well, the coach now is kind of who recruited me, Coach David. He's the kind of the one mm-hmm. that got most of us here, honestly. Yeah. So. I mean, he's been there just as long, just about. Right? Yeah, he has. And our pitching coach has been here, like, what, 12 years? Yeah, 12. Coach David, 17, I think, and Coach Shrub, Like That's crazy. Years. That is crazy. So, yeah, we, we love our coaching staff for sure. So, we're ready to – get some wins for coach David and some of our other guys. So we're ready too, baby. Um, all right. So last question about this season and y'all kind of talked about it, I think, but so name one guy on the team right now, you know, he hasn't necessarily started or maybe he has, and he hasn't been playing that well, but like, this is the year he breaks out. Like who is our person player to watch this season? Jaden Davis. Yeah. So this guy, he's actually a freshman. Jaden Davis. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Freshman. Yeah, he's a freshman from God, uh, he's Tennessee. A, he's a doll. And he's from Cookville, middle of nowhere. He actually, this past summer, went up to Ohio with Joseph uh, and played in a college summer league. And I think he hit like 400. Yeah. Something like that. He, he does not miss. He's <laughs> He hit like 600 his junior year of high school. He is. What? Yeah, he is Jaden Barrels. He does not miss barrels. Like he, he literally catches a barrel like all the time when he is hitting. I think he might be hitting like seven fifty right now in this preseason yeah. scrimmages. Like That's sick. he had a ball yesterday. All right, this kid's name is Jaden Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, a, he's another a dog. one. When you, yeah, when you when you see him, you won't believe us. But <laughs> another one is probably Josh Rodriguez. Um, Josh Rodriguez. All yeah, right, he's a transfer. He's from up in New Jersey, but he played uh, – was it Juco, Mississippi? Yeah. He, he, he hit a ball today probably like 120. Hold on. He hit it off. He's like, from New Jersey and played Juco in Mississippi? He yeah. Went to, he went to Rutgers first and then transferred. What a journey. For a year, I think, and then yeah. we picked him up. What a culture shock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he said he – Poor guy. He definitely has the accent too, so we're trying to – I'm not trying to introduce him to country music and just not having it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that oh, I feel, I feel for Josh, man. All right, uh, I, talked, I talked to him earlier. What position is he? He's the outfielder. All right, sick. Yeah, so another one's freshman you might see is called his name's Joseph Massa. Um, he's all right, guys. Y'all can't name the whole team here. Well, yeah. All right, what's this? What's this guy's name? Joseph Massa. 
Where's he from? Miami? Joseph Massa from Miami, and he's just I like, like that Lakeland, Florida, and he's just so fundamentally sound. He does everything the right way, and he just gets. Oh, he's from it. Puerto Rico. Is yeah. he actually? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what it says on his profile. There you go. There's the answer to that international question. So. Wait, you wait. So, all right. So, jo- Jaden's a freshman. Yep. Josh is a uh, junior. Yeah, third year guy. Third year junior. And then Joseph Moss is a what? Freshman. freshman. Oh, guys. Guys, this is music to my ears. <laughs> yeah, our full freshman class is pretty good. So it reminds me, this freshman class reminds me of us because we came in and because COVID, we scrimmaged. We didn't have any fall games, so we'd scrimmage every day pretty much, every, every two or three days. It was all the freshmen on one team, and we started whooping the older guys. <laughs> and they, they started they had to split us up to make it a little more that's fun your guys are getting mad because awesome. we were just singling them to death savage but, yeah. but now this freshman class now they compete pretty well i like how they play how they work out and just how they are as people like they're great guys to be around so we're kind of really close as a team also I, I will say when we were at sanford the baseball team was was pr- uh, seemed like a pretty tight knit group. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the best team to be a part of on campus. Absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I look when we were there. That seemed to be the case then too. Yeah, yeah, we get we have a fun. Time. We have so much fun and like we just don't care what people think. Like yeah, we have the the whole stereotype like oh baseball players this this that like we don't care like. I, yeah, I would honestly say last year that that might have been part of our struggles a little bit. I felt like we weren't as tight as we are this year, but. I mean, like I said, this year it, it's just different. I feel like I, I'm That's awesome. close with everyone um, yeah. equally. Like, like last night we had three TVs playing basketball games. We had everybody over. They played poker for like four hours. Another TV playing Xbox. So like we had a bunch of just just hanging around. Each yeah, other. we do. We just do everything together. That's cool. God, let's get to February seventeenth, baby. I'm, I'm, ready. I'm ready. I'm just, I'm I need to start playing other people. <laughs> Yeah, I'm frustrated with our pitchers and like because right now it's having just face it's just a guys. battle. Yeah, having to face the same guys over and over. They're complaining, we're complaining back at them. Like it's just back and forth. I told I told a couple of them like we're not friends with y'all until February seventeenth. So, <laughs> <laughs> anything else y'all want to add about the upcoming season that we haven't touched on before we get to our trivia question? I think that's I think that's kind of it. We uh, I mean we're excited for it. We think we have a close-knit group. We think we have a group of good yeah. guys who every position's covered with depth from an offensive standpoint for sure, and we, I think we're ready to get after it. We're, we're excited about it. All right, love to hear that. All right, so for our trivia question, boys, y'all might, y'all might know the answer. There's currently only one member of the SOCON to make it all the way to Omaha. Who is it? Are they currently in the SOCON? They're currently in the SoCon because, like, if you if you include teams outside of the teams right now, that I think it's there's been a ton of teams to make it. Um, I'm gonna like take a guess. Um, is it Western? Okay, that's your guess. What else? What else do I got? So we got Western. Um, because I know Western was getting like the '90s, right? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with ETSU. Oh, that's a good guess. That is a good guess. That I, means I it, just, that means it's it. I have to, well, I can't say any of the same answers, obviously, but I have a weird feeling about Citadel. Okay, Michael, uh, I'll go with Mercer. Okay, so it is not Mercer. That's all right. It is not Western Carolina. What was the other? Well, it was Citadel, and who's the other one? ETSU. It is not ETSU. No way. No way. Nineteen ninety Citadel Bulldogs no. made it all the way to Omaha. <laughs> 
Oh, let's go. Were they part of the thirteen and one in the SoCon? Forty-six and fourteen overall, number six in the country. Who won the Who won Who won the tournament that year? Let's look it up. I have no idea. Like who won it? Who won it all? Probably Texas or like. Yeah, it's probably. uh, Honestly, it could have been USC back then. UCLA, UCLA. Oh, you've got to be joking me. Was it Texas? I'm like disgusted. I looked it up. Is it LSU? Georgia? Are you freaking joking me? It's Georgia. Oh my god! This is a joke. Like this is just a joke, right? <laughs> I'm not reading this right. <laughs> oh my god! Living close to Athens, we hear that all the time because Garrett's a Clemson fan and I'm a Bama fan. So like, ugh. ooh, I feel sorry for y'all having to deal with that. It's the barking. The is barking. Crazy. It just never stops. I was just assuming both y'all were dogs. So no, no, no shot. Dang. I, I what are the odds? I looked this up and it's freaking Georgia. I hate Georgia more than I hate Auburn. I'm a Bama fan. Wow. That's saying a lot. It's just yeah, I'd be fine if I were you, unfortunately. Like we – when that national championship game, like this was two years ago because it went back to back. Yeah. Before the game was even over, I got a phone call and I answered it and it's just barking like 25 people. Stop, just dude. Out. The barking is absurd. I was just – oh, it was – It has to stop. They, See, what's funny is, like, I don't mind Georgia fans. Like, I grew up in Chattanooga. I'm a bandwagon Tennessee fan to the utmost degree, as Michael can attest. Um, and I don't know. It just – I don't know. They haven't been they good enough to, me. to be bothered by until five years ago. Yeah, like, as a Bama fan, like, whenever we beat Georgia, I wouldn't say anything. I just hate Bama. Word. That's fair. Like, I wouldn't when, – when we beat people, like <laughs> – I grew up watching that. So, like, my dad was a Steelers fan, so he saw the Steelers in, in the, oh, I like the Steelers. 80s and yeah, 70s and 80s, like, just be dominant. So, like, I got to see that from yeah, that's cool. So, I was kind of used to it. Like, when he went, he would always tell me, like, don't say anything. Like, they'll say all they need to. Like, you don't have to say a word. <laughs> so whenever we beat them, I go back to school, and they're like, well, that doesn't – like, blah, 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 that's not fair. And all this other stuff. I'm like, well, y'all played good. Like, good game. And that's all I would say. And this is complete opposite when they beat us. So it just frustrates me. That's my dude. Friends are just letting me have it. That's true. I mean, as a, as a guy that has never seen my team beat Alabama, uh, like since I've been old enough to understand it, it just means something to us. So, like, we're not used to it. Just let us have it. You know, that's fair. Just let that's us good. have it. You'll beat us next year, and you'll beat us for ten years to come. Just let us have it. I don't think I talked for like maybe five minutes after that loss. Uh, there were tears shed in my household that night. I was just sitting in silence on the couch. It was my mom's birthday, too, and I don't think I said a word. Oh, man. Wow. I saw Kevin Steele just got hired as a defensive coordinator. Yeah, I don't know if I like that hire. That's an interesting hire. That is a very a good defense at Auburn, though. I mean, they played when he played LSU in 2019 with Joe Burrow and all those guys. He held them like 23 points or something. I saw Wait, so, Han, who said they're a Clemson fan? Garrett. I am. Oh, Garrett. So, explain to me, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Clemson fans used to be the nicest people. Yeah. Like I went, so my mom went to TCU. And so TCU played Clemson in maybe like 2008 or nine. Uh, I was at, at Clemson? Yeah, at Clemson. And so, you know, we were living in Chattanooga. So we go to the game. TCU wins. It's pouring down rain. And like everybody's super nice. You know, no one's crapping on us. I'm wearing my LT jersey. Like I was like, oh, Clemson, they're great. Went to a couple Clemson games in high school, like Clemson Furman. I was like, oh, these people are so nice. Then they win the natty and it's like something just switched and not that they're mean, but now they sound, I mean, poor Dabo or da- like down his throat right now because they're not satisfied. <laughs> and it's like they hadn't won 10 games, but once in the past 20 years before he gets there, 
They had never won the ACC except for like what that nineteen eighty whatever team. Yeah, eighty one. And now it's like winning the ACC means nothing. Like, what is going on over there? Yeah, it, once you get once you get that taste of the national championship, anything short is is not the same. That's true. After, yeah, especially, especially after watching guys like Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence just dice up, and then having to watch what happened this these past two years, it, it's it's so frustrating. Yeah, the offense the past couple of years has been atrocious. Yeah. yeah, here's a crazy story though. So in Alabama, when my parents went there, my mom cheered there. And my dad played baseball. Oh, that's cool. So that's the same. Dang. I think it was 92. Y'all are like roll tide, roll tide. Oh, yeah. My sister cheers there now. So we're big Bama fans, like huge. Oh, that's um, cool. But my but Dabo also played football there at the same time as my mom. Mm-hmm. So what? Kathleen, his wife, was her my mom's sorority sister. And one of my mom's best That is a small world. Yeah, so one of my mom's best friends to this day is Haley Kahn, and he actually does defensive backs her. Her husband played football Bama too, but he coaches defensive backs at Clemson. So me and Garrett will go up there and get like the facility passes, and we can go through the facilities and see all that the stuff. That is sick, dude. That's so they awesome. actually they live two doors down from Dabo. So when we go stay up there, his house is just giant. Oh, I bet. That's but it's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, I feel for him. Like the guy literally takes Clemson to heights it's never been to, and it's not good enough. And I'm like, I, I feel for you, man. Yeah, yeah. Two kids. Because I like Dabo. Yeah, I do too. Two kids on my high school baseball team played with me. Um, I convinced a five-star cornerback to play baseball with me my senior year, and he was going to Clemson to play football. And now he's on the Minnesota Vikings, but I convinced him to play baseball, and that was just funny. Who was that? Andrew Booth Jr. Have you ever seen the video? Oh, you ever seen the video of him, like, of a Clemson player, like, punching an NC State player in the face with the helmet on? That was him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to get some practice for four years or three years. No, there. thank you. So that was That was brutal, like – I think I caught one pass on him in three years, and I beat him on a route, and then our quarterback underthrew it, so I had to kind of turn around, and I just saw him just running full speed, and he put his helmet in my chest and, like, knocked the air out of me. My oh, mouth my gosh. Flying. <laughs> he was, he was <laughs> oh, my brutal. We were, really close we were really close friends, and there was one point in practice, like, he, somebody scored a touchdown on him, and then I was up for the next rep, and instead of letting me run the route, like, in high school, I was kind of – I was, like, 5'8", 140, going against this five-star cornerback. <laughs> He took me by my helmet and just shoved me into the grass, like face first. And I got up and I was like, dude, that wasn't even necessary. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not a threat to you. Like I was not happy with that. Dang. We had a pledge brother that was uh back up to Jalen Ramsey in high school. Same story. He was like a tackling dummy for two years. <laughs> That's a generous description. Back up to Jalen Ramsey. Was there Probably ever a shot he even screen. saw the field? Yeah, I was about to yeah, say. He's like 6'2", 150. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey was just on a different level. Yeah, I think yeah. we had like 12 or 13 out of my high school football team go like power five schools. I know 13. We had two guys go to Clemson, two guys go to Auburn. One like, dude, what? It's wild. It's just – I actually saw – because Alabama played Auburn in the Iron Bowl at Al Tuscaloosa this year. So, I got to see him after the game. And – um that's cool. He got a lot bigger since when I remembered. He played. <laughs> I'm sure his name is Colby Woody. He's number 25. He um, okay. I think he won like defensive tackle or end or something of the year, or something like that. In the SEC. Sheesh. But um, it was pretty cool to see him play his last game in college. But now he's about to get drafted too. But it's just that's like the high school football talent in Georgia is the same as baseball talent. Like it's insane. It's just scary for Georgia football's future. Well, yeah, the future is dark for everyone else, but that's yeah. football. I mean, everybody wants to think that college football has all this parity. It doesn't. 
and that's the same on the FCS level. It's just a string of dynasties. Yeah. Like every once in a while you'll have a one-off, but right. it just is what it is. It just sucks that it's Georgia right now. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to beat them. I can't watch it anymore. All right. So tell us tell us where y'all like to eat in Birmingham. I love pizza. That's my favorite question. You stole it. It's all right. Pizza? Pizza is my favorite place. The best pizza place in the state of Alabama and in the country of the United States is Donato's Pizza. Is the really? I love Donato's. That's that's the that, that is like yeah. that is that is that is the one. I don't agree with you, but I love Donato's. That pepperoni slaps. On Tuesday night, you get a large pizza for ten dollars. Their pepperoni is that, great. Dude. It's the small pepperoni. It is Ooh. really good. Yes, it's like and it like curls up too. Oh, it's God. Don't even get. I'm about to go get one after this. <laughs> that's the one is, I'm idiot, sorry, bro. Right? It is not the best pizza in America. It's that's the hottest take on the history. Best pizza. It's the best pizza in America. You're telling me it's better than if you went to Chicago. Yes, bro. Chicago yeah, pizza. No the sauce is like on top. You don't like post office pies? I don't know what that is. I've had that before. Uh, no, that place is right. that place is overrated. Sam oh. loved that place. It was overrated. overrated? Yeah. This is good. I didn't love post office pies. Donato's pizza, best in America. They need to give me an IL deal because I will support that. Ah, <laughs> oh, there it is. There's the angle. Now we know why. Tagging your tweet, Sam. I'm, we will. We'll give we'll give Donato as a shout out. I'm probably going with the place that I go to a lot. This is always my go-to when my parents come into town. Um, it's it's a little nicer, but it's Bongiorno. It's in Mountain Brook. It's the best Italian okay. food that I've ever had. Um, really? It's kind of a hole-in-the-wall uh, Italian place, but I really, it's my favorite place. Go to go to date spot or go to uh, oh wait a minute eating out spot. I've not been. Hold on, I think I know exactly. Is it better than that spot like behind Sanford and Homewood? What's that place called, Sam? Oh, uh, John Marcos. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good Italian place too. All right, Bongiorno. If you couldn't tell, he wears a little chili pepper on his neck as a necklace. <laughs> All right, so we got Donato's, which doesn't really count. <laughs> we got Bongiorno. What else we got, boys? Uh, this is this is obviously really cliche, but I feel like you can't go wrong with some Taco Mama. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> there's too, there's too many good tacos. Birmingham and Taco down. Mama, it yeah. just it screams to me that no one has ever been outside of the state of Alabama. <laughs> we because get it, we get it the tacos times. the queso is great. The yeah. drinks are great. They got that nice limeade or whatever, like it's good. You know, Their the vibe is solid. Oh, another the tortillas are terrible. <laughs> the vegetables are terrible. The meat is terrible. Who goes to Taco Mama for vegetables, though? No, no one goes. <laughs> well, like on the, but on the taco, I mean, like the lettuce is like shredded from Taco Bell. That's fair. It's it's all about the. That's experience. my point. The diced tomatoes are out of a can. It's all about the jalapeno more. I get the nachos. That's why you can't get it. Yeah, dude, the drinks are solid. The, yeah, guys, I'm with you. The drinks, the queso, the chips, awesome. You've got to go to the taco truck on Green Springs in the Chevron Park. Our, our roommate just told us to say that. Thank you. That place is I when I come to Birmingham, I'm making an effort. See, to Michael's go there. in the minority though. Jeb and I like the other taco truck closer to Red Pearl. They like Dos Hermanos. There, Dos Hermanos. There's there's two of them. There's one no, like no, 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 no. there's one <laughs> Yeah, one. Thank you. I don't know who that is, but I'm that's uh yeah. There's there's two of them. There's a new one that popped up at uh Ooh. Circle K, like the beginning of Green Springs, the Circle K. There's one that's in that parking lot every time. I've yet to try it. Really? Time, like but... this? This is how much I liked it. Now it's like, hey Siri, hey Siri. <laughs> yes. 
Calling Donato's mobile. Like I have him on speed dial. Like no, that's that is scary, dude. Every practice, like every, every Tuesday, it's the pizza. Donato's, like ah, it's good. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock that like I did Taco Mama. Uh, Salt Saul's barbecue is a good one too. Moe's barbecue is always yeah. Good. Saul's is good. Dude, yeah, Moe's in Nashville's. Too. We had the three in Nashville, and they all closed, so I can't get their nachos and wings anymore. Have y'all, have y'all yeah. ever ate at Perry's? Uh-oh. Perry's Steakhouse. Yeah, yeah. There's one next to me, but I've never been there. That place is that place is crazy. Like I can't even pronounce the stuff on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> like that was my first dinner with my girlfriend's family, and they brought me there, and I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So team for a team dinner, where are y'all going? Do y'all go on team dinners? We do sometimes. Yeah. We go to walk walk ons, which is up two eighty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. Best, best corn grits. Oh, best corn God. grits in the country. Oh, I've never had that. I want to add something to the the food. The favorite restaurant. Yeah. Big yeah. bad breakfast. Mm. Yes. That's I can walk to one from my house here. If you go like eight o'clock in the morning, there's no way in their biscuits and gravy with the sausage gravy is up there. Ooh, yeah, their biscuits. Are Have y'all been to uh, Salem's Diner? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's Coach Dunn's everyday spot. Yeah, he every goes, I there. love that place. because they're every morning with his dog. I love the trash can omelet. I like the Philly cheesesteak. I like the banana pudding. I that place is uh, was my one of my favorites. I think Ever Easy is the best breakfast in town. I haven't been there yet. I don't know if I ever wait. Was that the, was that Off was that, in that in cool Hollywood, um in Hollywood that cool like mid century modern building uh, like Jetsons vibe or no? Yeah, a little bit. Jetsons. They've got blue grits. That's blue grits ever. You live in Atlanta now, right? I'm yeah. in Nashville or Sam's yeah. in Atlanta. I'm in Nashville. I'm in Atlanta. Don't go to the Varsity. That place sucks. Overrated. <laughs> that place is awful. Don't worry. I, I went in high school. Walk out of the we, I've got my fill. Like we stopped there, we won the conference tournament our freshman year, and yeah. we stopped there because everyone's like, "Oh, the varsity!" Like if you're from Atlanta, you don't go to the varsity. That's just somewhere you know no. not to go. And like we stopped there, and I was like, "Dude, I'm not eating this stuff." It took us like an hour to get our food too. It took forever. Yeah, it's it's, it's just an all. Yeah, the place is always slammed. It's a terrible experience. I, I like the um the frozen orange. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's the only, that's the only good thing. <laughs> the way- yeah, that thing is that actually food is very good. Horrible. And but the food is behind, not good. I sat behind Sonny on the bus. I was smelling it the whole afternoon. <laughs> Dude, that's the problem. It's like they only have like chili dogs and chili burgers. Yeah, like, like it's like of them. Oh, God, it was <laughs> awful. The same with we stopped. We were going to play Texas A&M. We stopped at a crawfish boil. Oh, yeah. God. And Sonny was sitting in front of me that's again. Funny. And it was just, oh, my God. We, the the rottenest smell you could think of that was, was coming a, out that of That was the stinkiest bus ride I've ever We stop it. We stop it. <laughs> Buffets every road trip. We stop at a buffet on the way every and the way back, like a meat and three buffet every single time. That's we only let people on the bus that doesn't smell. And like yeah. after a while, like people started out, they got to go. And it just oh, yeah. the aroma and the smell, like oh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it sucks. We don't fly anywhere. We go to these cheap. Yes, yeah, so you all drove yeah, to College Station. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. took us like was, sixteen was, hours. That was a brutal bus ride. And Jeez. then we get there and they're like practice now. We're all out there like stiff and we're doing double cuts and relay. We got beat, I think, like six, 75 to two in like three games. And oh my god! Nothing. Still, nothing's worse than that bus ride to VMI. 
Oh, God. I was about to say, I'm looking players, at the schedule so. right now. It looks like VMI is the furthest. Yeah, yeah. it's like the It's like 12. Their field is awful, too, but that ball flies up there. So we're, I'm excited. We have not heard a single positive no. note about having to go play to, at VMI. Right, the football guys say. Like, shoot that cannon, bro. It'll be the middle of the like game and that cannon goes off and everyone jumps. I, I, I have one positive thing to say about it is it's a great. Hey, there we go. It's a great place to go hit at because it's a tiny field <laughs> and the ball flies. I think, I think our freshman year we played three games there and we scored, I think, like a combined 70 runs. We hit like, Holy we crap. Hit like 17 home runs in three games up there. That's insane. It's insane. That's one positive. That, that's about all I can think of. Though. All right, I like that. We have one. Matter, I, like, I, I felt a little bad for the VMI guys because they don't. They don't really deserve to get crapped on. Like no, no, no shots at them, but it's just their feels awful. <laughs> yeah, it's like playing it's, in the sandlot. Yeah, it's it's just the whole experience. Get on a bus for twelve hours. Yeah, dude, that bus ride sounds good. terrible. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get some money so we can fly. I can't. <laughs> my and you get off and your legs are like stuck in the same position. If you fall, like good luck trying to fall. So we have guys that just decide to lay in the middle aisle. of the rows. Yeah. Like lay down, yeah. Bring those and like, bro, like have some feel. You guys turn around and come back like immediately after the game, or do you ever stay? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then we got we got class at class 8 a.m. on day. Monday. Yeah, that's what like I said. It's like driving through the night, like three hundred pounds and six five. Like you can't just sit on a bus for. Yeah, we got home from A and M at like four a.m. and they're like, all right, everybody go to their eight a.m. class. And we're like, coach, I'm not going to class. No shot. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't. That's absurd. Um, all right, so before we wrap it up. Is there anything else y'all wanted to add? Anything we didn't touch on? Any any shout outs? I don't know. Yeah, anything y'all want anyone to know? I got another food place. All right, uh, let's get it. It's what called, is it? It's called Chewy's. Chewy's. Oh, get out of here, dude. Oh, Seriously, get out of here. Dude. Get out of here. <laughs> no. It's good. You, no, Chewy's that's a chain. All right. It's not like good though. It's. Salty, if you're looking for, you know, your monthly how, intake yeah, of sodium. The dip, the ranch dip is pretty good. Is the best part about it, yeah. Once again, it's just like uh, it's just like Taco Mama. They have some very good aspects, some elite aspects. The view is amazing. But on the whole, it sucks. Oh, yeah. It's I, can't believe you said, I cannot believe you said Chewy's. Chewy's Jeez. is good. It's right next to Lulu. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're on with a bunch of Gen Zs. <laughs> this, is, this is actually absurd. Uh Michael, what was what are some places we liked when we were there? To eat? Yeah. Uh, Wings Plus. I mean, Plus I was a big what? Saws guy. Wings Plus, Saws. Um... Oh, Dimitri's is good too. That yeah. breakfast. Oh, no, guys. That's the best breakfast in town is Dimitri's. Dimitri's. Yeah. Dimitri's. Yes. They have gotta... one of the best biscuits I've ever had. Yeah, Dimitri's is good. Y'all got a cookout, didn't you, on Lakeshore? Oh, oh yeah. 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 That place. And too much money. Okay, chill. How, how are y'all going to knock the varsity and then praise cookout? Cookout's yeah. way better. Cookout's cookout. No, I, I mean, I agree. I agree. But it's the same. Piece for $5. It's not, it's not the same. You, go get, you get like five corn dogs for five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I never had the corn dogs. I'm a quesadilla guy. Dude, yeah, that's the thing with cookie. You can get all of it. You can get a burger, a quesadilla, and a corn dog. <laughs> I don't like the burger. Oh, their double burger is fantastic. I like their fry, their Cajun fries. I like the quesadillas with the sauce. I like, um, I like the the uh, oh, what's the float? The cheer wine float. Mm, yeah. There you go. Now you're yeah. Do y'all think Chipotle is overrated too? 
I mean, it's good. Uh, it's chain. I, mean, I like Chipotle. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say and be like, "Oh, dude, you gotta try out this place called Chipotle." <laughs> I, I, I personally, I'm personally a huge hater on Chipotle. I like Moe's Barberitos. I hate Chipotle. Oh, okay. Whoa. Their chicken sucks. Their chicken so is chewy, way There's so many chewy bites in it. It's Are you joking me? Not, you get this no, their Bro, if you're looking for Rubbermaid chicken, you go to Moe's. If you're looking no, for okay. freshly skillet grilled chicken, yeah. you go to Chipotle. Oh, Chipotle sucks. I hate Chipotle. <laughs> wow. That is a, that's a hot take. You like chicken nuggets. I have a kava? A kava there? Uh, I don't know if we have it here. All right, right. Cobb is good. Mugshots is also we didn't mention. Oh, oh yeah, Mugshots is good. But okay, but y'all be real. How expensive is that burger now? Because it was expensive before inflation. I actually went there like three weeks ago. It's like eighteen dollars for a burger now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't doubt it. It was like twelve or thirteen. What was that? Ten years ago now. Eight years ago. Yeah. There's another burger place downtown. it's not Five Guys because that's a chain. It's Jack Browns. Jack Browns, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Their fried Oreos are so good. I've never Browns been there because peanut oil scares me away. But <laughs> well, that's fair. It I've, just, I've just heard it's good, so I might as well mention it. Yeah. It's, oh wait, that means you can't have Chick Fil A. No, nah, I can't. Oh, Their sauce oh has so much soy in it. I won't be able to. That's it. sad, dude. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear. The other day we were at cookout and. <laughs> Blake ordered five corn dogs, and we get to the the <laughs> corn dog window, and he said, "No, but what type of oil?" Well, I had a reaction <laughs> like two days ago. I had a reaction like, to like it, like they would yeah. know. Well, no, he said, "What what oil do you?" Use? He proceeded to say, "We use soybean, soybean oil." Soybean oil. And I ate all five of them, and, and then took he Benadryl. comes home and eats five of all five of them. And I took Benadryl after, and I went to sleep. Yeah, dude. You ever heard of the term hypochondriac? Yes, I use that term for Blake every single time. Bro, you, you literally own a cat, bro. Hypo- hypochondriac is my favorite word to describe Blake. <laughs> oh, boy. Donato's is starting to make a lot more sense. <laughs> That's so good. You can't beat it. It's the only thing you can I got a shout-out. I got a shout-out I got to do. Um, yeah, let's, let's hear it. So – the way you contacted me, it's my website, uh, my social media for my class uh, and for our baseball team, but it's blog on the dogs, T-H, not T-H-E, and it's D-A-W-G-S. Um, <laughs> it's the URL I had The URL I had to buy was limited, so. Dude, I was wondering what was up with that, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but I uh, – Definitely would shout that out. I'm trying to get as many uh, many engagements on the website. Um, yeah, dude, we only have like 180 Twitter followers right yeah. now, but we will tweet that out at least once or twice. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I got a decent. I got like 200 on Instagram right now, a decent amount of TikTok followers, but um, I can send you the no. website link though. The website's mainly where. Yeah, 100 percent, man. Send it my way. Yeah. Okay. I got another shout out. Shout out to Donato's Pizza. <laughs> okay. We'll cut that out. No, Shout definitely, out, <laughs> definitely put Donatos in there. I want them to see this. Well, we'll, well just for you, we'll put Donatos. Shout out to Donatos, man. Maybe you'll get a free pizza. Probably not. That would that would be awesome. You never know. Every pizza on every game you play, fifty six pizzas a year. You <laughs> <laughs> work at a or something. And so that concludes our baseball preview. Thank you, guys. Um, Love the good stories. Love the the very positive outlook 
that you all have for the upcoming season. We're definitely excited. And, you know, thanks for the, for the food advice. You know, we're not going to follow all of them, uh, <laughs> but, but if you want to order Donato's pepperoni, we, we definitely know why it is. It's one of the best. Um, with that, the, let's hope the baseball team does really well. And hopefully we have these guys back on talking about their trip to Omaha. Thank, sure. Thanks for having us. Thank, Thank you, guys. Guys. you guys. Thank you guys. Hey, you already know, you know, Sanford about to get that ring, man. Hey, love y'all. We love y'all.